It's just to me, that's not the way that aquaponics uh, got its start uh, traditionally. And uh, it, while it can be maybe more uh, efficient, I think you lose the whole microbial symbiotic relationship that drives the, the quality of the products, in my opinion. Agreed. And again, you're talking about nutrient dense food, if we can even use that terminology. Exactly. Um, but bottom line is, if you take sap and tissue tests from products that are grown in your condition, comparative to traditionally grown foods and, and fruits, you, you're going to see a huge difference and you're going to taste a huge difference. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned the plant sap. It's a, a kind of a new tool in our toolkit to, to analyze uh, plants and what they're doing, what they're what they're really taking up. So we're starting to do that here with our curriculum is doing water samples and the plant sap analysis sending them away, coming back and making an informed decision. And because we do know what we're doing with hydroponic nutrients, it's very simple for me to go get some boron or molybdenum or any of those other nutrient salts. And these are trace elements, so they're not going to impact the fish, but they're going to definitely make a, a difference in the plant production and photosynthesis and everything else that plants are doing. So I found uh, as, as pure as I, I want to be, I do find that these systems do rely on some supplementation. And if you really know what you're doing with your plant sap analysis and your uh, water analysis as well, uh, have a good understanding of your fish diets and what you're doing for pH regulation as well, uh, then you can get by with very minimal supplements. Uh, I think the UVI system that I ran supplemented about 15% of nutrients. So that's kind of the bar for a lot of people. If we can supplement 15% through pH regulation, uh, a lot of people add chelated iron, for instance. And if you need a little bit of your trace elements, if you keep it under 15%, you're still a purist in a lot of people's opinion. But if you start adding 50% hydroponic nutrients to your water, you're more probably a hydroponic grower that's just using some fish water to top off your system. So there's a lot of classical definitions that are um, we're still um, debating on what is aquaponics. And that will probably never end. <laughs> you know, and we even we can look at soil application, right? Leighton, you and I are Ross growers. Everybody that's recirculating aquaculture. So we're fish farmers. And there's many systems in place that do have that flow through that 5% a day, that 10% a day. And why not put it on your soil crops, your orchard, your peach trees or whatever? Um, but is that aquaponics? Uh, usually aquaponics has a loop and a return of the water after the plants have used it. So direct application on your soil. I don't think it's necessary aquaponics. I've actually seen the word trans aquaponics trying to give definitions to all this and labels. And it's just as confusing as my kids' gender issues right now. There's a, a new name every week, it seems. Um, I don't see that as aquaponics, but I do see it as feeding your soil aquaculture water and that's that's your that's your bible to preach Leighton. that's what you talk about since i've known you well you know and again the reason i i was basically aquaponics to you so you didn't have to grow the fish because i i would capture the fish waste mineralize it or remineralize it but i didn't go all the way to the level you did i i grew out the biology so that i can then yeah. take the biology mix it with compost and worm castings and produce these uh, what I want to call chocolate teas that are just amazing when they when they hit the soil. 
Um, yeah, and I, I I haven't seen what's what's up in the uh, industry lately, but I think it's a product that's going to take off when somebody really refines it. And there are storage conditions, and there's a lot of details. I've seen you work out for decades. How do you get that product to the customer? Is can you do it through mail, or do you have to freeze it or ship it, and these kind of things? Or do you drive? 2000 gallons, which weighs a lot, you know, transportation is difficult to get this out to your facility. So it does make sense for some large fish facilities to work on perfecting that remineralization process and using that land around their facility. And that's where I see a lot of aquaculture uh, building soil. There's so much potential there. Absolutely. And, you know, the way I accomplished what I did was a couple of different ways. When I first uh, went to Keith Wilda's farm down in Cape Cod, one of the things I identified was diatoms. And that was that was like, oh, my God, you, you've got it. You've got what I need because they're little oxygen pumps. So they, they prevent that DO from crashing um, based on the biological oxygen demand or the BOD uh, as a, an acronym. Um, and that was that was a huge step forward. And then couple of years back, actually, God, probably five years ago, I met this guy that had a nano bubbler maker, which I don't know if you've heard about these, Charlie. It's, sure. it's pretty cool. Um, there are some out there that are uh, a little bit, you know, what, what do you call aqua shysters? <laughs> but the yeah. one the one that, that uh, I settled on, um, the gentleman actually uh, took a different step, a different approach. So what he did was he created cavitation within the within the device and by cavitating the water it's one of those forces kind of like gravity we think we know what it is but we really don't quite understand what's happening on on a microbial or perhaps even further down the rabbit hole you know you get into electrons neutrons protons but something's happening there and what happens is these nanobubbles are created um, they're highly stable as long as you're not agitating, they will remain in suspension until the BOD requires it. And then they implode so that they do not cause harm with the fish. Now, you know, this was one of the things that I worked with Keith in, in trying to understand what is the maximum level of, of DO you can have in the water column and still support aquatic life. And it's about 15 parts per million. Maybe you have more information on that than, than I do. But. I think Nick Savadar, it's a, it's a factor of temperature and elevation and salinity as well. But I think Nick was maintained about 23 parts per million. Okay. Super oxygenated system. And that's about the cap. Yep. Yep. And so, and I believe what happens too, is if you get too high, you'll actually burn the, the eyeballs of the fish um, due to oxidizing, uh, which is, you know, obviously very negative effect on the fish. Uh, but I was all I was up to 30 parts per million and introduced it to microbes and had no problem whatsoever. So I actually started producing four gallons of the liquid and then putting in one gallon of this high uh, dissolved oxygen liquid and put that into a five gallon bucket and was able to ship it cross country and have it shelf stable. So there are ways of doing it. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. yeah Keith, Keith in in uh, in fish brew is actually. <clears throat> gotten it to the point he's got stuff that's been sitting on the shelf i believe three three and a half years now and still highly stable due to diatoms um, right so so again you know we're the science is 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 getting close to a point where we can produce 
um, you know, these, these incredible bio biological inoculants and have them shelf stable. But again, you know, there's a couple different ways to look at this. Again, the, we're dealing with an inoculant, not remineralized liquid. See, the remineralized liquid is plant available. We're still requiring the microbes to do the mining of the materials and the protozoa to eat them and release them plant available. So I think I think you're a step or two ahead of, of even where we are at this point in time. Yeah, I think they you you would tailor it for the application. Again, always, always. 